Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This bloke does some great work uh, for News Corp. He's a, a cricketing expert, and he joins us on the phone now, Jacob Polychronis. Hello, Jacob. G'day, Jase. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Long time uh, no here, but we're into the cricket season. I am so excited. The Poms have landed at Brisbane Airport. They're here. They're going into two weeks of luxury quarantine on the Gold Coast. We'll take care of the uh, the drink card, so we'll get them into some trouble for you up here on the Gold Coast, <laughs> Jacob. Um, it's exciting. This this is this is do or die for Justin Langer and the uh, and the current Aussie team, isn't it? This Test series. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, it would just be, I dare say, unforgivable if we can't knock off this lot on on home soil. An English team that really is, I mean, Ben Stokes aside, lacking a lot of quality. You've got Joe Root as their only selected batsman who averages over 38, I believe it is, in, in test cricket. And then you've got a bunch of old blokes, just to put it, in a, in a brutal way, um, leading their bowling attack. They've got no Joffre Archer. Uh, Mark Wood's the only guy who can tip 145Ks an hour. And, you know, a bit of seam and a bit of nip will go a long way for James Anderson and Stuart, Stuart Broad. But we don't really see enough of that down here in Australia with the exception of the Gabba, maybe the Pink Bull and Adelaide as India found out last year. So this, it's, I mean, that brings with it a lot of pressure for uh, the Aussies and Justin Langer, because I really think it is a it, it's a test series that, like you said, they have to win. Justin Langer's coming up to the end of his contract, and I don't think anyone within Cricket Australia and especially the Australian public will tolerate anything but a series win. Yeah, look, I, I, mind you, I, I wouldn't mind having uh, Jimmy Anderson in my team. I wouldn't mind giving him the new ball any day. He's he's been outstanding. I um I think this is really why we have to get this top six right, Jacob, because I think our bowlers are. I mean, we were a little bit disappointing against India last... I mean, well, we were disappointing. We lost the Test Series, and, and that was that was an understrength Indian team as well. But I think our bowlers mm. will bounce back, and we've still got one of the best bowling attacks in the world. But I think the most pivotal thing here is getting this top six right. What, what would be your top six, mate? Uh, I'm not going to deviate too much from what you guys were discussing. I mean, I probably wouldn't go Maxwell five, but I, I did uh, enjoy your, your bravery in that selection, Jace. But... I think, um, obviously, Warner comes off the top. And then I think... I never really felt like Kawaja deserved to be dropped in the first place during that 2019 Ashes series. Batted in what he prefers in, like, his sort of number three role. But he, he's, he's a great opener. He has... You know, I mean, averages 96 in test cricket as an opener. Has done it in a day-night test. Adelaide, which is very, very relevant experience of this uh, series coming up, obviously. Can't forget his uh, stand of the stand, as we called it, in Dubai, when he made uh, over 150 in bad for over a day, and, and he's just plundering runs in the shield at the moment. So I, I like Kawaja to have another crack at the top. Uh, your, your number three and four speaks for itself in Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne. I would also go back to Travis Head in number five. Um, mm. I think he, he shows... <laughs> There are, look, I enjoy the snickering and I understand the scepticism because I think there are some technique issues which he has to really iron no, out. Jacob, a little bit, uh, 
Jacob, what I'm not enjoying is Gibbo uh, raising his hands and fist pumping at your selection. Uh, (laughs) uh, I I, I don't know. I'm not sure about Travis Head. Why would you drop Wade from? Why would you drop Wade from the team? Uh, Is the incumbent number five? What's he done wrong? I don't think he's made enough runs to be uh, brutally honest. I think he's made a bunch of sort of gritty thirties, which is nice and. I think, yeah, maybe Travis Head has sort of done the same, but I, I think the issues with Travis Head are more solvable than the issues with Matthew Wade. I think Matthew Wade never really looks set, whereas Travis Head kind of does until he has a bit of a brain fade. And I, I like to think that maybe with a bit of experience and, and just a bit of patience from selectors, his confidence will grow and, and he'll iron that part of his game out. And I, I think you know, he's a terrifically attacking and, and positive batsman. He just needs to, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, just kind of knuckle down for a little bit longer than maybe what he's used to. Um, but, yeah, Matty Wade, like, full credit for how gritty he's sort of been in that role over the few, last few years. But I think he's probably shown over a long period of time that he, he doesn't really have those big scores in him like Travis Edmire. Jeez, it's hard to find love for Matt Wade anywhere uh, in this country. Uh, if Tim Payne has any say... I think Payne will pick him, um, you know, uh, from the same part of Tasmania, uh, having said mm-hmm. that. Hey, listen, geez, Warney's been critical uh, on the Aussies. He, he, he let rip saying, you know, uh, they're not up to it. Tim Payne's form is not up to it. Tim Payne hit back yesterday on SEN. Have a listen to what he said. We're not hiding from the fact that we haven't played our best in this cricket. There's no doubt about that, particularly last summer. The summer before that, we won 5 nil, And we've had no very, very little test cricket. So, yeah, we, there are some guys that are struggling um, for some continuity and some consistency because, you know, Jack, if you played four games of footy in 12 months, you're not always going to be at your absolute best. Um, so it can be difficult. And we've this team has had some challenges that no other Australian team has had. And what we're trying to concentrate on is, is making sure that we're ready to go for the Ashes and this Test team can play its, its best cricket. But again, we've got some challenges with guys being on a T20 World Cup, then coming home, doing two-week quarantine in a hotel room without training, uh, and then having about eight days before we head into the first Test. So it's going to be a challenge for not only for us, but for England. But um, yeah, there's some challenges that international sportsmen at the moment are, are facing that others haven't had to in the past. I don't disagree with what Warren had to say. Um, the Australian cricket team's performance last year against India was terrible. Um, and it was. It was an understrength Indian team. Um, we should have won that series. We just couldn't bowl India out. Um, some of his field selections were, were questionable. I, I, don't, I think he did. He, he copped it criticism for, for his batting. I thought his batting was okay. His keeping was below par, and he got involved in the verbal stoushing a bit too much last year, Tim Payne. Um, having, said, yeah. having said that, it, it was a, a different situation, yes, with COVID and living on top of each other, and that would have made it a bit hard. But India had to go through that as well, didn't they, Jacob? Yeah, they, like India did not have uh, an easy summer by any means. Like you said, yeah, they had to go through all of that, and, as well as the fact that most of them were away from, well, I think all of them were away from their families, and they had you know, their star players dropping off left, right, and centre. So that India team has to, had to go through a lot of adversity. And you could probably argue that it brought them together and made them even stronger, and perhaps they played beyond. I mean, some people were calling that an Indian third team. Um, not so much their first string test team, and they still got the job done. I, I think that it's good to hear those sort of comments from Tim Payne. It kind of sounds like he perhaps learned from the lessons. I, th- I think in that 
series, we, we kind of just expected it to happen. The way we bowled, particularly in, in Sydney and then in Brisbane, there was just like an air of, uh, we, we felt like it was inevitable that if we just kind of, you know, that would take 10 wickets because that's what you do on a, on a fifth day pitch and we needed a lot more. And perhaps Tim Payne was a little too stubborn in sticking to whatever the plans were when they weren't working. And so, yeah, I, I think Warney's on the money. I think when you come out like that, you you bowl too conservatively and you expect things to just happen and and then you have your colours lowered by um, by an Indian, unstrength Indian team, then, yeah, we, we probably aren't feared that much anymore and I don't really think mm. England fear us too much either. But, uh, I mean, I'm not doing away with Tim Payne at the moment because, like I said, I think he's surely he's learnt from those lessons and I think we see a different Tim Payne um, yeah. when we uh, hit the summer. And I think people have got short memories. What Tim Payne did for Australian cricket throughout Sandpaper Gate and where he took us to, I think uh, we owe Tim one for that as well. So he's got a little bit of credit in the bank, so to speak. Very quickly, we've got to go to a break. Uh, Aussies should take care of the Windies tonight, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, should do. Windies have nothing to play for, and the Aussies, you, you like to think, are starting to hit their straps at the right time. So, yeah, I can't foresee any, too many issues tonight. All right. News Corp's Jacob Polychronis. Mate, love speaking to you. Thanks for joining us on Sports Central this Savo. All right, thanks, Jase. Cheers. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.